Welcome to Press Pause, the under 10-minute family worship podcast. I'm your host, Jared, and I'm with my friends, Kevin hey, and Trey. What's happening? I've got a great kickoff question for us this week. What's something you've seen in the world that demonstrates God's glory to you? Something you saw that made God's goodness and greatness super clear? Well, for me, it would be a time where I went on a mission trip to Nepal and we were in the mountains um, about 20 plus miles from Mount Everest. And one morning on our way to uh, church, there was just a clear view of the Himalayas and it was, I can't even put into words, uh, the view. And it just reminded me how small I am and how big and grand God is. And it just points to creation pointing to its creator and God's glory. That's great, Kev. How about you, Trey? Yeah, mine's actually similar. We didn't copy off each other, uh, <laughs> but the story also involves a mountain. Uh, we, my wife and I, took a trip before we had kids uh, to Europe and spent some time uh, in the Swiss Alps, actually, for a few days. And similar story, just kind of trucking up the hill on a train and then a cable car and then kind of a short walk there. Uh, but kind of the further you get up into the mountains, like the bigger the mountains actually feel. Uh, and we kind of got to the to the top there and just everything's so huge, so large. It just felt like you could just reach out uh, and kind of touch this gigantic uh, just slab of It's just incredible, this gigantic slab of rock, this mountain. Uh, and just remember, yeah, similar to you, like God's hands made this, his mind dreamt this, and like he spoke it into being and it, it just happened. And so like just knowing that there was something – um, something bigger than me uh, that, that I was able to enjoy. It was just a real clear moment of just who God is, his His power, his splendor, his might, his majesty, kind of all those things rolled up into one just standing there amidst these mountaintops. It was, it was beautiful. That's so great, Trey. Mine is from when I was in high school, and uh, my brother and I took a younger cousin of ours to uh, his first professional baseball game, and I think he was eight at the time, and so we were driving – uh, up 75 north to Atlanta. To a Braves game. To a Braves game. <laughs> saw saw uh, it was Atlanta Fulton County Stadium at that point okay. off in, in the distance. And it kind of looks small, like from far away. But then as you get closer to it, it you know, the stadium's just perspective. But it, it looks like it gets bigger and bigger. And my cousin's eyes like lit up. And he was like, it's growing. And <laughs> when, I, awesome. when I think back at that, I think about – I don't know. I just think about the great crowd of witnesses that are in heaven uh, looking at us and the fact that uh, it's almost like a big stadium up there uh, cheering us on in the faith and thinking about the glory of how big things are here. And we just don't know how big they are behind the scenes in God's world. That's awesome. All right, Kevin, can you hit us with our questions for this week? You bet. This week we're learning about God's glory and we're going to tackle two questions that go together. Let's start with the first question. Why did God make you? We answer that question like this. God made us to enjoy him and show his glory to others. Then our second question, what is God's glory? God's glory is his goodness and greatness shining out to the world. Let's repeat those questions together. Why did God make you? God, God made, made us to enjoy him and and show show his glory glory to others. others. And what is God's glory? God's glory is his goodness and greatness shining out to the world. Wow. These questions show us a lot about God's glory. Where do we see those truths show up in the Bible, Kev? 
Well, we see God's glory all through the scriptures, but let me point to you a couple of highlights that align with this week's question. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 31 tells believers, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So we can show God's glory to others by the way we live every part of our life, eating, drinking, playing, watching movies, talking, etc. Then Habakkuk 2 verse 14 tells us that the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Press pause and take a few minutes to read through these two passages with your families. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 31 and Habakkuk 2 verse 14. What are some ways you can show others around you God's glory in the things you normally do every day? Well, welcome back. God's glory is a huge deal. And God himself tells us in Isaiah 48 verse 11 that he will not share his glory with anyone. Here's what it says. For my own sake, for my own sake, I do this. How can I let myself be defamed? I will not yield my glory to another. Trey, can you help us understand why God's glory matters so much to him and how it impacts the way we live? You know, Jared, God's glory, it's a tricky thing. The Bible doesn't give us a proper definition of God's glory anywhere. That would be awesome, but it's just just not there. It's like a dictionary this time. But instead, the Bible shows us time and time again examples of God's glory. We see God's glory in the way he creates, how God speaks about himself, he demonstrates his power, how he loves and cares for his people. God's glory isn't another of his characteristics like his goodness, holiness, strength, or his beauty, but instead it's every part of God's goodness and perfection shining out for the world to see together. I've got good news. God knows what he's doing, and he's wired us to long for and to seek glorious things. We're drawn towards God's glory when we read in the Bible about God miraculously protecting his people as they cross the Red Sea. We're also drawn to God when we wake up to six inches of that beautiful, white, fluffy snow that we get to play in. We recognize God's creative hand behind that snow, and we're in awe of him, right? When we look out, we see it, we get excited about what that means for our day. We experience God's glory when we taste an incredible stuffed crust pizza. Do you realize that God created our tiny little taste buds and the laws of science that help that crust to get perfectly crispy? Stuffed crust is just one of the small things that puts God's glory on display. But unfortunately, with that good news, there's some bad news too. So when Adam and Eve fell, sin came into the world. And as a result of that sin, we now chase after our own fame and our own glory instead of God's glory. We put ourselves at the center of our world instead of God. Instead of being concerned with God's glory and showing off his glory to the world around us, we get caught up displaying our own glory. We're busy making sure everyone sees how awesome, skilled, and beautiful we are. Our lives can be all about how many points we scored, how awesome our outfit looks, how great our art project is. Remember what God told us about his glory from our earlier passage in Isaiah. That's right, God said, I will not yield or give up my glory to another. God's glory is for himself. He's not going to share it with anybody else, even us. And so where does that leave us? It leaves us in need of someone who can save us from our sin and turn our own craving for glory back toward our glorious God. Now we can't fix this problem ourselves, no matter how hard we try, how hard we work. We must turn to Jesus, God's own son, and trust in his life, 
death, and resurrection so that our sins might be forgiven. Only then can we look away from ourselves and our own pursuit of selfish glory and instead turn back to God and see his glory in full. Now, once our hearts are turned toward Jesus, God's glory becomes easier and easier to see. We can appreciate the beauty his hands have made. We can offer thanks that we get to enjoy it. We see God at work in our lives as we walk through times of joy and suffering, and we can thank him for his presence with us all on the way. Best of all, when we experience God's glory, we can share that joy and excitement with everyone around us and invite them to experience it as well. God's glory is meant to be shared, and God calls us to do the work of inviting others to experience God's glory with us. Press pause and talk through some of these questions with your family. Where are you seeking glory for yourself? Maybe it's from a sports team, your grades at school, or somewhere else. Share a time when you've enjoyed God, worshiping at church, outside enjoying his creation, or spending time reading the Bible or praying. Make sure to make mom and dad answer these questions too. So what about you, Kevin? What's a time in your usual week when you find yourself enjoying God the most? That's a great question, Jared. I would say when I read my Bible, it just it blows my mind that an almighty creator um, would reveal himself through his word to a small, tiny sinner like myself and also revealing his plan for us for salvation through his son, Jesus. It just blows my mind. And so I want to take this time right now just to thank God for his glory and his goodness. God, thank you for showing us your glory in scripture and in our lives. Help us to turn our hearts away from ourselves and towards you. Help us to see your glory in our lives each day. Amen. Thanks again for listening to Press Pause, the under 10 minute family worship podcast. Season one of Press Pause was written by Jared Kennedy and me, Trey Coleman. Our video game theme music is by show hop group Murphy DX. That's Johnny Barahona and Alex O'Man. We recorded at the Love Thy Neighborhood studio and the editing was done by me. Be sure to subscribe to Press Pause on your favorite podcasting app and leave us a review or rating. Five stars only, please. Also, be sure to follow Gospel Centered Family on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Join us next week for more big truths about Jesus for your whole family. Press Pause is brought to you in part by the Love Thy Neighborhood podcast, exploring today's cultural moments through true stories of social action and Christian faith. Check out the show that Christianity Today calls Amazing and Authentic, You can listen by searching for Love Thy Neighborhood on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at lovethyneighborhood.org.